You are listening to the Wellness in Hospitality podcast. I'm your host, Son Lubroy. Episode 28, The Power of a One Percentage Point Increase. Welcome to the Wellness in Hospitality podcast, where it's all about genuine wellness, true hospitality, and real people. I'm your host, global wellness expert, life coach, and author, Sana Luberoy. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today, I'd like to talk about the power of one percentage point. Many times as wellness leaders, what we end up doing is that we kind of get stuck in the weeds of our day-to-day operations. We get stuck in the minutiae and we start focusing on initiatives and tasks that really do not move the needle on a big picture level. And what I'd like to offer is shifting our focus again. So instead of looking at how can we increase our revenue by 5 or 10% or how can we increase the number of treatments or optimize our therapist productivity or our spa occupancy, what I want to do is kind of throw a curveball out there and look at our businesses from a very, very different perspective. And for that, as always, I have prepared a presentation and it's all about the power of one percentage point. So now I want us to do this exercise. Imagine this. What if you increased the total direct revenue generated from your wellness-related offering by only one percentage point. That is all the revenue you get from any wellness-related offering, being it your gym membership, your spa membership, treatments, products, services, whatever we do that is wellness-related. What if we increase that by only one percentage point? So let's imagine that you have your current wellness offering generates 3% of total hotel revenue. What if you bumped up the total percentage of revenue from wellness from 3% to 4%? What impact would it have on your top line? So let's assume that the total annual hotel revenue, that includes total revenue from rooms, food and beverage, wellness, and other minor operating departments was 15 million euros. You currently generate 3% of your total revenue from wellness. That is 450,000 euros a year. Now, imagine if you just increased it one percentage point to that 4% I was talking about of total hotel revenue, how would that look? You would go from 450,000 euros a year to 600,000 euros a year in direct revenue generated from your wellness offering. You would experience an increase of 150,000 euros in your top line reporting a 33% growth in wellness revenue. And there, I'm not even talking about the indirect revenue that will be generated by tapping into a more discerning guest, 
that is willing to pay a higher rate, spend more and stay longer at the hotel. Now, it's your choice as a wellness leader. You can continue to struggle with wellness like many wellness leaders in hospitality do, or you can shift your focus and invest your time, energy, and resources into areas that make the largest impact, actions that move the needle. In my previous sessions, I have talked about the different types of wellness leaders, for example, or mindsets, I would say, better than leaders. It's our leadership style. We either approach wellness as being a traditionist in the so-called red zone, or we are followers in the amber zone, if we want to call it, or we're innovators in the light green zone, or we're visionaries in the dark green zone. I've also talked heavily about the wellness value iceberg and the different approaches as wellness leaders we have towards our businesses that actually impacts how wellness is viewed in hotels. And I wanted to really go back and revisit that. So just imagine if we shifted our focus from trying to increase our therapist productivity or our spa occupancy to ask ourselves, how could I increase the total revenue generated from wellness by only one percentage point? What impact would that have on the overall hotel? Not to mention what impact it would have on the wellness offering. And the way you do that is by understanding that wellness value iceberg that I will talk about again because I feel it's incredibly important. So many times what happens is that wellness leaders, without realizing it, spend most of our time at the tip of the iceberg, the part that is visible. That is our spa and wellness offering. And what we end up doing is that we focus on the tools that is all the elements we want to add to our wellness offering, treatments, services, brands, gym equipment, in-room wellness amenities, mind and body services, visiting practitioners, and so on. That is what leaders in the red and amber zone focus on, which I have talked a lot about in previous LinkedIn Lives, which I call the traditionists and the followers. However, when we focus on the tools, what happens is that we only touch on a tiny part of the surface and we are inadvertently making ourselves vulnerable to the tilts and shifts of the market. And it's at the tip of the iceberg that we get hit the hardest by the winds and other stormy conditions. And when we extrapolate that to our daily operations, that is when we are hit by our general manager, our directors of finance and sales and marketing to boost revenue and to take up promotion after promotion and to cut back expenses, precisely looking at the minutiae, the small little details. How can we get our therapist productivity to be nearly 100%? How can we get our spa occupancy? How just the very small things that really do not move the needle on a bigger level. And ironically, it is at the tip of the service. The surface is actually the part where we actually make the least impact on this value iceberg. 
What makes the iceberg move is actually its base. But as wellness leaders, we end up spending the majority of our time at the tip, the place where we really can't have any impact, but we are hit the hardest by external conditions. So we kind of get ourselves stuck in a situation that doesn't serve us or our wellness business. But when we start focusing on goals, that is well-being, when we start to think about what kinds of well-being problems we are solving for our guests, pre-arrival to actual physical experience in our hotel to way beyond departure, we start to tap into what wellness's true potential is. We go below that surface and we start focusing on the three outcomes a wellness asset has. That is proud people, transformative experiences, and stellar performance. And this is where the innovators in the light green zone find themselves immediately below the surface of the tip of the iceberg. But when we get to the base of the iceberg, you are playing a very different ball game. This is where the true power of wellness lies. It is in the base of the value iceberg where you can make huge impact because the base is what moves the entire iceberg. And when you're finally calling the shots and making the impact you want to with wellness, you are finally that visionary looking at the legacy your wellness asset will leave behind. And the way we do that, the way we actually move the base of the iceberg is looking at how can we shift the revenue of our wellness offering by only one percentage point. Because shifting it by only one percentage point actually has a huge impact. We're at the base moving the needle that has an incredible impact. Just that 1% can have an impact of up to 33%, if not more, depending on the figures of each of your hotels. But what ends up happening as wellness leaders, and I have been there, trust me, we sit at the tip of the iceberg, focusing on metrics that really do not matter. Now, I have personally seen incredibly elaborate KPIs being followed by our spa managers. And it's mind-blowing to see the level of detail they go into. And I sometimes wonder and think, wow, if they actually invested all the hours there are investing into calculating all these statistics, which they probably don't even know what it means and what impact it has on the business. And I'll also put the director of finance in there because we're just measuring data to measure it. But what if we actually said, how can we move this by only one percentage point? What impact can we have on our guests pre-arrival? What opportunities do we have to increase revenue without increasing our cost base? What can we do to optimize our resources? Can you see how when we focus beyond just what promotion can I take at, what stock of mine is going to reach expiry date soon, and actually go on to what does my ideal guest, my avatar want, and how can I solve their well-being problems? What do I have in my offering 
that can solve their problems. Now, you do not need a fancy wellness offering for that. You actually just need a wellness offering that attends to the wellness needs of your guests walking through at that moment of time. Sometimes it's just the power of one percentage point that completely changes and shifts the needle of our business. And on that positive note, I'd like to wish you a gorgeous day ahead. Take care now. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. If you want to know whether your hotel is ready to meet the growing demand for wellness experiences, both for your guests and your employees, then my Essence Scorecard is the perfect tool for you. Head over to spa-balance.com forward slash Essence Scorecard and get yourself a free and accurate temperature reading of your hotel's readiness to meet the wellness needs of your people and your guests. It's a valuable self-audit that not only helps you create a profitable wellness asset, but also promote a culture of genuine wellness for your team.